somebody throws it at me, absolutely. But after watching uh, Tuivasa do the shoey with hot sauce in it, absolutely not. It's got to be just straight beer. I'll do the shoey, but just beer. <laughs> no additives. The All-Star app, the number one app in the business. UFC, Bellator, One Championship, PFL, and more. Get the app right now. Link in description. UFC 284, man. They put you and Justin on the main card. Just shows you that the promotion, yeah. they're expecting, you know, fireworks in this fight. How much are you looking forward to that? I'm pumped, man. Like, first time on a main card. No. First time on a main card for a pay-per-view. Yeah. Um, you know, going into, you know, hostile territory, so to speak. You know, he's going to be the hometown guy, being being from New Zealand and training out of Australia. I just, I'm just so pumped to be back in front of a crowd and like have a real like stadium going on and, and just feel that energy again. And, and I just, this fight is just going to be awesome. Yeah. People compare the, the Aussie crowd to the Brazilian crowd in some ways, you know what I mean? It's pretty intense, yeah. uh, but energy is energy, wild. right? Like as a fighter, if it's Absolutely. negative or positive, you, you feed off of it. Yeah. It's all about what you do with it, you know, and I've always managed to, whether they're booing for me or cheering for me. I feed off of that. That drives me. All right. Justin Taffa, you know, he's known for his striking. What are your thoughts on him and the, the skill set that he possesses? I think he's a good striker, but I, I think I'm better. You know, I think we're going to go toe-to-toe, and I think it's going to be great. I think the fans are going to get their money's worth out of this one. What do you think about the style of striking that he possesses? Um, It works for him. You know? Uh, he, he's got, he, he's got his style, you know, like he comes forward as similar to myself, doesn't have a ton of head movement, um, you know, really just kind of like barrels forward, has his, his go-to weapons, uh, as most people do, myself included for that. Um, but yeah, I don't think it's anything that I'm not going to be able to handle. How important is head movement in that heavyweight division? Because everybody has hammer hands. It's huge. It's huge, man. You don't want to get tagged. And if you are going to get tagged, it's better to be at least moving and, and rolling with the punch than rolling into the punch. For sure. Yeah, for it's sure. Huge. Rolling yeah. into the punch. You don't want to get touched. It's, no. it's not fun. No, and, no. And, uh, yeah, man, it's, it's a trip. It's because some guys you see – in just MMA in general, especially in the heavyweight division, some guys, not many, they rely on their chin. And that's something that you really shouldn't, right, as a heavyweight. It's only going to last for so long. Mm -hmm. you know, I feel like some guys are, are super tough and they can take a shot and they have, you know, that granite chin or, you know, really, really tough, thick skull, whatever it may be. Um, but I want to make sure I remember my kids' names when they're graduating from high school. So yeah, I, I'm going to keep moving my head. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure for sure um last october man ufc 280 you had two opponents pull out eventually you never competed yeah. on that card you were going through a training camp you invested time you invested money you know what is the level of frustration for a fighter to not step into the cage and, and actually get paid at the end of the day for all the things that you sacrificed it's it's very aggravating very frustrating uh you know the, the work you put in, the time away from family, the time away from friends, the, you know, just everything that goes into a fight camp, you know, the, the, the sacrifices that you make to prepare for these things that are, you know, 
they don't seem like big sacrifices to most fighters, at least not for guys like myself that have been doing it as long because we're just we're used to making that. We were used to skipping meals or holidays or, or you know, like, oh, I can't eat that or, or I, I can't make it to the, the whatever gathering you got going on because I got to go train or I got to be bed early in the morning. Um, you know, and then but then also like really like going that long without a paycheck is really just kind of aggravating and stressful as well. So that just only adds to the flavor of uh of the frustrations and aggravations of it all yeah definitely i think that that's something that promotions don't ever talk about right they never talk about that yeah in, in, in like uh pre-fight whatever you know what i mean they never go into none of that stuff no no but i mean why would they <laughs> yeah yeah that's true that's true <laughs> you know i guess you know like they're they're there to promote the fight and unfortunately when the fight doesn't happen well you know tough rocks man you know, dealing with losses, you know, you've always been able to to bounce back really well after a loss. How do you handle setbacks, especially in this phase of your career? I, they just motivate me, man. I like really, I think at this point and as, at this level, they, uh, you know, they really cause me to really analyze and make sure that I'm, do, you know, like really just, just be super meticulous in, in everything that I'm doing, really, really look more at myself than, than at my opponent but not also to write off the level of the opponent that I'm facing, you know, kind of, especially with somebody like, uh, like Jelton, who I, I just lost to most recently, um, you know, like he's on a tear, he's doing really well. So it, it helps to stay motivated. It, it fires you up. You always kind of, everybody, no matter who it is, you always have this little, like, I want to get that one back kind of chipping away at the back of your head. So you're, you're always hoping to, get back in the gym, climb the ladder, fix the, fix the chinks in the armor and, 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 uh, and move forward and, and progress so you can catch back up to that person. But it is definitely helpful to see, you know, like, all right, for example, you know, my first loss ever and as a professional was to John Jones. I don't feel so bad about that loss, you know, seeing what he's done with his career and stuff like that. Um, you know, seeing a guy like Jailton go on a, on a tear and, and just be, ripping through everybody they put in front of him in pretty much the same fashion. You know, it doesn't make me feel like I don't belong. You know, there are, there are definitely like people talk about it all the time. There's levels to the game, even at this level, even at the UFC, there's levels to it. Um, and I'm still looking for my level. You know, I'm still finding that level. Maybe it's not his level, but maybe it is, but I don't know. You know, so that's kind of how I process all that stuff and just take everything in with a grain of salt and analyze as best I can. Yeah, this game is a trip because when you look at your opponent, he lost to Jorgen De Castro in his debut in Australia. And uh, right. Jorgen is not even with the promotion anymore. And then he also lost to Felipe. Felipe is not even in the promotion yep. anymore. It just shows you that the losses, like how you bounce back from them, really determine like where you go forward with your career. Absolutely. It's a trip, man. How how that stuff works it's, out, right? <laughs> it's very dog. It's very doggy dog, you know. Like, yeah. you, you gotta, you really gotta watch every step you make, you know, and, and make sure you're on on solid ground. You got Thornton's Thornton Martial Arts. You got Heavy Hitters Club. You got Elevation Academy, man. You're like all over the place. Like, what's your home base? So Heavy Hitters Club and Elevation Academy. Heavy Hitters Club is my gym. I own, we train at, we, um, but Elevation Academy is my strength and conditioning coach. We're actually in the same unit. 
So it's one one location really. Uh, we actually were in a we're in a building where he had his own company and and I had my own gym and we were starting our own separate things and we started getting to talking to each other and, and we got along. One of the you know the cool <laughs> random fact we both have the same birthday. So I was like, all right, you know we could work on this stuff. Yeah, you know, we just we both really got along and saw eye to eye on a lot of things. I have a little bit of a, a strength and conditioning background myself, so I could tell after having a conversation with him that this guy wasn't full of crap, as a lot of them are out there. Um, and a, another unit became available in the building that we rented, and it was a bigger unit for him and about the same size, if not a little bit bigger, with some nicer amenities for me. So it was a no-brainer for the two of us to kind of join up, and you could definitely – uh, I could definitely see the two of us merging into a singular company, but right now we're just two separate companies that are kind of roommates. So same, same gym, two different gyms, but same location. Uh, and then of course, Ed's is uh, in East Hartford, only about probably 15, 20 minutes away from where my gym is in, in New Britain. So it just, uh, everything's pretty centrally located. We got a solid thing going on. Yeah. It's, it's great to see that because I heard a lot of guys in the Northeast, they're traveling like an hour here hour and a half there yeah. like that's kind of like a normal thing for a training camp but for you you got everything pretty centralized it's extremely common especially in new england um for guys to be traveling at a minimum of an hour if not more uh to different places but no yeah i've been very fortunate there are a couple other schools that i train with like nick newell's got a gym down in new milford or i think it might be the new milford or Milford. It's somewhere in the, the south of where i am it's about an hour away so we, we stay in touch. Some of his guys come up to train with me, and I've I just been so busy with my camp, I haven't made it uh, down to train with him and his guys yet. We got a couple other local gyms in the area that we cross-train with, um, Manchester BJJ. Um, it's just a, a bunch of different places that we all stay connected with, and it's really actually a pretty tight-knit community here in, in Connecticut especially. Do you uh... – do you train jujitsu in the gi like during a training camp for a fight? Oh yeah. Yep. Okay. Absolutely. And how does that yeah, how just, does that help you? Um, so I like I I'm a firm believer that people need to train in both the gi and the no gi, um, in the in the grappling aspects. Because the gi offers certain elements that, that the no gi doesn't and vice versa. Uh, you know, specifically with the with the gi on it kind of helps heighten your, your awareness of bad situations and better positions because it's a lot more difficult to get out of a bad spot in the gi than when you're, once, once you're in it um, because of all the grips and everything, it makes it a lot easier. You can't just explode out of it with sweat and, and athleticism and strength like you can with the no gi. But then on the flip side with the no gi, it really helps a lot more with your speed and your power and your strength. And uh, it's a little bit more of a transferable application to MMA specifically. Um, but no, I, I try to make sure I cover all my bases and get at least one, if not two or three gi days in each week as well on top of the MMA and no gi. You know, Tafa, he's he's known to stand there and, and throw heavy, you know, what I mean, not too much too much wrestling going on. Are you are you is your job to go in there and to make it a mixed martial arts fight rather than like what people want is just two guys throwing hammers at each other and taking ma massive damage? I mean, I always want to try and give the fans as much as what they of what they want as possible. But at the end of the day, my job is to win, uh, you know. And and like you just said, I, it's a mixed martial arts fight. I'm gonna go in there with my my plan. I love the I love to throw leather. I love to bite down on my mouthpiece and come forward and bang heads with the best of them. 
Um, but if I see an opportunity where I feel like I could capitalize on my strengths versus his weakness, why wouldn't I take it? You know, it would just be, it would be stupid of me not to. How do you envision this fight though? Like person, like when you lay down and, and maybe think of oh, fireworks, <laughs> fireworks, I think it's going to be absolutely explosive. I don't think it's going to go the distance, but I think it's going to be an absolute banger. It definitely has potential for a, a fight of the night or at least a fan favorite fight of the night all over it you know like we're we're gonna we're gonna make people happy with this performance are you gonna do a shoey that's a big question i think that people have in australia <laughs> somebody throws it at me absolutely but after watching uh tuivasa do the shoey with hot sauce in it absolutely not it's got to be just straight beer i'll do the shoey but just beer <laughs> someone set him no up additives. though someone set him up he didn't like he didn't yeah himself. yeah someone i saw that and i saw the aftermath in the locker room yeah. on the video and he didn't look happy about it, but no. I'd be, I would be absolutely, absolutely honored to do a shoey. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> awesome, awesome, man. You got to win in Rome, right? That's the whole thing. Win in Rome, always. You got of course it, right? absorb the cultures, yeah. man. Yeah, live it up. Yeah. Um, there's big movement in the heavyweight division, right? There's Francis Agano has left. You mentioned John Jones earlier. He's back at heavyweight. Yep. He's gonna face Cyril Gone for the vacant title. Who do you see walking away with the belt? Jones. I think the only real question is because of his time away. There's nothing against Cyril Gon. Cyril is an absolute monster. Um, and he's, he's, uh, he's the type of fighter that we, you know, the heavyweight division has absolutely been waiting for, but I think so is Jones. Mm -hmm. I just think Jones is going to be able to do it a little bit better. The only, the only question really is, you know, his time off. You know, Cyril's been active. He's been dominant in his activeness. Um, you know, John, I know he hasn't been sitting around eating bonbons and doing nothing, but it's different. Training is different than fighting, you know, so that's the only, like, mm, I don't know. Um, but I, I, that being said, I, I still would put my, I would still put, put my bet on Jones. Why do bonbons have such a bad rep? I know, right? <laughs> he's a good, you know, like he's thinking about that. Like, I don't even. I never even yeah, ate a I bonbon. Can't, I can't even honestly. <laughs> I don't even. I don't even never truly know that I've I've ever actually had a bonbon. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> like, I've I've definitely been lazy sitting around, like you know, like eating fast food yeah. or you know, like drinking too much beer or yeah. something, but never a bonbon. That's what Here's I'm saying. Like, I mean, like, I gotta find some. Yeah, yeah, we got it. I guess you got to – I don't know. I don't even – Bring your reputation up a little bit. Exactly. I don't even know if they sell them. Like, I've never even seen these things. But it rolls off the tongue for people, like, even myself. It does. It's such a cliche phrase, too. I think it's a 90s thing, to be honest. I think it's a 90s thing. Are you trying to date me? You're trying to call me? Well, I'm I'm older than you, so, you know, what can you do? All right, all right. So, it's a 90s thing. I think I I will hold it against you. (laughs) All right. February 11th, UFC 284, Perth, Australia. Go into descriptions, download the All-Star app. Parker, thank you so much, man. Every time you give me time, we always have a good conversation. It's going to be fireworks. I'm happy that you're in front of a crowd this time, you know, first time, and it's going to be uh, some shoeys going on, for sure. It's going to be a blast. (laughs) I'm really looking forward to it.